Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 68th episode of Dragon Quest Slime Time, a Dragon's Den podcast. This is Pendy. And this is Leanland. Today, we're here to talk about Dragon Quest Champions. That's right. And, wait, hey, wait a minute. Um, I'm suddenly, I've got this feeling of deja vu. What do you mean? I could have sworn we've already talked about this. Nah, we, would, we wouldn't repeat ourselves. Uh, we only do a, a variety of uh, content here at uh, Slime Time, the extended universe. The Stew! Yes, the stew. Stew! Yes, yes, we get it. Anyway, uh, we wouldn't repeat ourselves like that. Or would we? Are we floating across different times and dimensions across the Slime Time Extended Universe? Have we broken time and space, and now I've somehow found myself in another Dragon Quest Champions episode? All joking aside, we happen to find someone who was able to get in on the limited beta test of Dragon Quest Champions that recently ended. It wasn't meant for us lowly peasants such as Liam and myself. Uh, it wasn't really that hard, really. All you had to do was... Pipe down, you! We haven't introduced you yet. Andy, stop being rude to the guest. I'll... Sorry, Joe. Well, I guess we'll just pretend this is uh, part two of our Dragon Quest Champions preview. We planned this from the beginning. Yeah, that's the ticket. Now, before we dive back into Champions, here's some other Dragon Quest news that we ran into recently. The first thing we're going to talk about is Dragon Quest Island. So for those of you that don't know, Dragon Quest Island is a, a newish theme park that's near Osaka, where you get to go to a Dragon Quest-style castle town, get to pick characters, and go on your own little adventure. Uh, so it used to be more of a Dragon Quest 3 themed island, but now they've recently switched it to Dragon Quest 4. The soft opening is the, Feb the 17th of February, and the grand opening uh, is March 4th. So both of those, uh, actually March 4th is today in Japan, yeah. or yesterday. The grand opening is going on as we record. And what's nice about the park, as I kind of mentioned before, is when you get there, you get to pick your own character and what class it's going to be. So you can pick like a mage or a warrior. Even the goof-off class is available, which is hilarious. A premium ticket will run you about uh, 12 to 13,000 yen and comes with with the uh, Dragon Quest IV Zenithi and Shield backpack, a special heel slime plush designed specifically for the event, and access to special Robin Oud side quest. Yes, and then regular admission is about three to four thousand yen, five to six thousand if you also want to do the Robin Oud side quest. Is it Robin Oud or is it Robin Oud? Robin, they, they it's it, so that's just without the H. Yeah, it's the localization because of the like they do it with like, kind of like an accent kind of thing. Robin Hood. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so they're doing a social media campaign where if you share images of the park, you can enter a roulette wheel, uh, one of those Tombola things, to win an exclusive uh, Dragon Quest Island merchandise. Yes, and there's also a Luda's Bar location there as well. If you've never heard the episodes that we've done in the past about Luda's Bar, Luda's Bar is a Dragon Quest themed bar and restaurant that's in Akihabara, which is a section in Tokyo. They also opened up a second location location when they made Dragon Quest Island. So I bet with this new Dragon Quest 4 theme that there'll be some nice updates to their food and drinks on their menu as well. Yep. It's Luida's Bar, by the way. Luida's Bar. <laughs> Thank you. It, well, I'm notorious for mispronouncing everything, so yeah, we'll feel get to free that in a bit. Correct me on that. <laughs> I also discovered that they now have a hotel that's right next to the park, and it has a Dragon Quest-style themed suite. So the suite has a Dragon Quest, it has Dragon Quest bedding, wallpaper, a treasure chest, you know, little Dragon Quest monsters with a little with the famous text boxes outside on the deck area. It's got hidden mini medals you can find. There's slime pillows everywhere, and all sorts of Dragon Quest decorations. The uh, it's kind of pricey. It's about nine hundred and twenty-four dollars USD a night. So hopefully 
exactly what's in that treasure chest or what you can get for those mini metal prizes makes it worth it. Yeah, interestingly enough, uh, my wife and I thought about doing this. I brought this up as an idea of just like buying a place uh, in, on Awaji Island just to like do this very same thing and just take advantage of like the tourists that are coming into the park. Um, but I'd actually be a little bit worried that the merch would get stolen. I mean, probably not uh, as much by the Japan audience, but like it's so unique. Uh, if you put too much like unique merch in there, it might get like taken. So I wouldn't put too many unique, uh, unique too much unique stuff in there. Maybe some slime blow shoes or something. But yeah, it's amazing how much you could actually make off an idea like that. As long as it's a you know, as long as there's not like a bunch of different options for it. Yeah, it's. I mean, the hotel itself. I did research on it. It's like a luxury hotel, and so I think the rooms are normally like around five hundred or six hundred dollars a night. But then you mm-hmm. you know get those themed rooms, and I think they have like one that's like Cran Shin Chan and Naruto because those are some of the different things you can do in Oweji Island as well, along mm-hmm. with the Dragon Quest Wait, Island is a, Park. Is, is it a love hotel? No, with a different theme. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Quest love hotel. No. <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter there. Yeah. <laughs> now there's an idea we need to exploit. Um, oh, Dragon Quest Love Hotel. There you go. We'd, we'd make millions. Let's do it. Uh, but before we move on, I would uh, we're, we are going to thank him properly in the credits later. But a quick thank you to Dragon's Den Discord member HGSCN2 for helping us translate the article about these changes and getting some images for the Dragon Quest Island update, which we'll show in the YouTube version. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much, HGSCN2. Um, I, I heard you scored some uh, Dragon Quest merch per, uh, pendy at the uh, last anime convention you went to. Last. Yes, uh, it was called Katsukan, and there was a vendor area at Katsukan, and they had these Japanese-style vending machines, and one of them was actually Dragon Quest themed. Uh, this particular Dragon Quest vending machine had all sorts of charm bracelets. So there were these different slimes, and they were attached to like different items that were related to the game. So you could get like a a blue slime with an Erdrix token, or you get like a yellow slime that was attached to a mini metal. Uh, I ended up going twice. I got enough tokens to do it twice, and I got the same thing both times, but that's okay. Um, I ended up getting two green slimes that were attached to Sage's Stones, which is really cool. They even had a special uh, metal slime prize, which they didn't show what item it was attached to, but unfortunately I didn't get that, so I didn't get to see what that was. But it was pretty cool. I liked it. Cool. What kind of vending machine was it? Was it a claw, or was it like the smaller capsule gotcha The, the capsule ones. They had all sorts oh, of yeah. capsule vending machines, yeah. Nice. Um, so I heard you ran into some heroic cosplay as well. I did. So I, I saw someone pass by me at one point that was actually doing the Urgent cosplay. So I wasn't able to track him down, but I did see pictures later where he went to a Smash Brothers meetup. It was great to see him play Erdrick or the hero among all the other Smash Brothers cosplayers. So that was pretty cool. Nice. You didn't drop everything when you saw him? Just like run up to him? I tried to, but I was like in I a know gated this area. I was in a gated area, and by the time I tried to track him down, it was there's so many people there that I just I wasn't able to do it. I, yeah, I sure. failed. I failed. <laughs> um, so speaking of merch, uh, the last Champions episode we did talk about a series of uh, branded uh, Dragon Quest water with a flavor that we called uh, Ramyun. From tax. <laughs> yes. Now, this is one of those things I was thinking about after the discussion. I was like, there's no way that Japan pronounces it like that. And it just sounds super gaijin. So it was, um, you know, like, hey, you got to need that Ramyun over there. So, <laughs> so I ran Ramyun by my wife and 
as is the tradition, she didn't know what the hell I was saying until I said, uh, is it Ramune? And you're like, that's when she understood and she recognized it's like a type of sugary water. So, you know, if you only get to imagine, then like that's what Dragon Quest water tastes like, that kind of sugary drink. But uh, anyway, so uh, similarly to how we sang our last Champions episodes, we're not the champions of Japan. Japan. <laughs> but however, we did find one champion among us and that got to actually play the limited beta test recently ran for the game. So welcome back to the show, Joe, Joe from Joe. Big Shark Gaming. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be here. Hey, Joe, welcome back. Sorry about the uh, mishap last week. Yeah, that's right. We had a miscommunication where both Pendy and I thought the record was, uh, the recording date was last Saturday. Oopsies. So when it was this Saturday, you know, as the slimes say, goops. You know, the, uh, the first thing I have to ask you is how did you do it? How did you manage to sign up for the Japanese beta test of Dragon Quest Champions? Like, do you know how many people it was limited to and how many people applied? So it all started in a whisper in a wind. No, uh, so <laughs> I actually had to do some tinkering with my phone and utilizing an app called KuApp to download the Square Enix Japanese app. From there, I was able to enter the lottery where there was 10,000 people for Android and 10,000 people for Apple that were going to get in. If they made it over that threshold, they were going to do a lottery which they did. I don't know the upwards number, but I know for a fact that they made it over to 20K and it was estimated to be more around like 95,000 people totally applied. Uh, so I was just super lucky to get in. There was a lot of doubt. My fiance was like, just give up. You're not going to get in. And then all of a sudden I got the email and I was like, this is it. This is North American invasion of Japan. All over again. <laughs> Interesting. So you were you're super lucky. Yeah, I um, definitely was. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it's it's I'm always amazing to be able to play like the Japanese only gacha games uh, that that don't come out like, you know, like Keshi Keshi. Um, so uh, we, we saw from the preview that it's like it's a battle royale type game. So how does that work? Are you fighting against random monsters and other players at the same time? Yeah, you're actually doing both. Um, so while you're in this map that is constantly shrinking um, in terms of like your battle zone, there's monsters. Hmm on the map and then there's also other players on the map now it's a turn-based battle system so it does actually lend into where you walk up to somebody and you could either just make like headbutt contact or you could actually run in and attack them or same thing with monsters and engage in a battle you could also invade other people's battles um, and do like a three-way battle and that's the same for whether it's two enemy parties or uh, an enemy party that's trying to fight a monster party as well. So that's pretty cool. Oh, nice. So how are the battle mechanics in the game? Like skills, spells, special moves? It's also supposed to be turn-based from what we saw. Are there limits on how long you have to take your turn for each character? So there is a limit to how long you have to take your turn. And if you don't take it, it just won't do anything. There mm. are definitely a large variety of skills, spells, and special moves as well. Um, skills are tied to both your class as well as your weapon. You get mm. most of your skills from the weapon and kind of like minimal spells from your actual class. Um, from what I saw from that, it might have been just because it was the beta, um, but you get lower level spells. Like for example, a mage at level 40 learns bank, um, which is a little bit weak for a level 40 because it does take a little while to get to level 40. Mm. Uh, so your biggest thing is going to be what weapons you're using and how that synergizes with your team. Cool. We saw um, there appears to be a, some sort of tension system. How does that work in the game? So a tension system is actually where your special moves come from um as you deal damage or take damage you actually start building up towards what's almost like a coup de gras uh mm. from uh dragon Quest nine and then you mm. get to unleash like a special attack every party uh member has its own special attack based upon its class nice. um so it's pretty cool it's a nice way to get like an individual feel of what character you're using we saw that there's town
town exploration and battle royale fights. Did you see anything more to the game beyond that? Apparently there is more than one mode. So there is two modes. There actually is a single player mode and there is a multiplayer mode, also known as a tournament. Um, the single player mode, what we got to play was three different story chapters, um, which each had their own variety of stages. Um, if I recall correctly, chapter nine had nine, chapter three had nine stages total, um, which was the most lengthy in terms of uh, total episodes that you could play. And then there is the tournament mode, which is your traditional battle royale multiplayer um, type of map. Cool. And it looks like you get to create three custom characters, right? What about uh, getting equipment as well? So the characters are kind of limited to what you do in the story progression. You actually unlock characters very similar to Dragon Quest Walk, where as you complete story missions, you unlock another character. Those characters mm-hmm. are fully customizable. You can change your name, you can change your outfits, you can change what they look like, you can change their class. So it does go pretty in-depth on what you can do once you actually unlock them. Equipment is kind of just that as well. It follows the basic system where if you have a duplicate, you could fuse them together, merge them to get a plus one and unlock more skills or perks with that. Um, and then same thing with like any sort of armaments or rings that they introduce in this game as well. It's very similar to other games that we've played. Um, mm-hmm. Biggest uh, similarity, surprisingly enough, is Dragon Quest Walk, which has a lot of the same systems. Mm. Yeah, I was actually thinking of Quest of the Stars too when you said, you know, combining equipment. Is that where the uh, gotcha elements come into play? Yeah, uh, so there is nothing else that you could pull from the gotcha elements as of right now besides equipment. Um, and the rates seem pretty fair, actually. Obviously, because it was a beta, we couldn't even invest personal money if we wanted to that is available in the full game. But I was able to get fully decked out in almost full five-star gear. It does range from one to five by the end of the beta. They were pretty generous with gems as well, which definitely helped in terms of getting pulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So are there items, like traditional items, like herbs or things like that, that we can get? How do you pick those up? Yeah, so there's different spots in the actual battles. So traditional herbs, um, soul do, um, the soul life water stuff that uh, heals your MP as well as like antidotes and stuff like that are available throughout the map. You can find them in chests or from defeating monsters as well. Mm. You do have a limit to how many you could equip per character and you do eventually have to swap out. So if your inventory is full, you'll have to go into your menu and actually drop um, an item from your inventory to take a new one. So there is limits there to how much you could actually bring in. Um, Did you see if there was any way to communicate with other players through text or even emojis like in Dragon Quest of the Stars? Yeah, so (laughs) there is certain emotes that you can do that are kind of like Dark Souls-y, believe it or not, where you have like these victory emotes or you could like while you're waiting in the lobby, you could bow, you could wave, you could like do kind of like one of those like jump fist up in the air things. Um, Once you're in game, you could still do it as well. Um, And there's actually a funny glitch that I hope they fix where if you emote as somebody is trying to dash attack you, they do not dash attack you. It just completely ignores the attack. And after a dash attack, you are left like invulnerable for a second. Um, Mm -hmm. So it allows you to turn around and kind of whack them and get like a (laughs) preemptive attack. And you can do the same thing if you're going into your menu to heal at the same time. So there was ways to like avoid people's dash attacks by kind of being cheeky. Mm. Are you able to give feedback like that to the devs or uh, would you, would that require like full, you know, full Japanese communication? Um, So I did submit a small clip of that to the devs. I mm-hmm. haven't gotten a reply, so I don't know if they're going to be like, hey, you weren't even supposed to be here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully it is something that they address and they fix. Um, and that's the whole purpose of the beta, you know. Um, it shouldn't matter what source it's coming from, whether mm-hmm. it's from some dude in New York who is playing on, you know, VPN trying to get better ping. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the whole purpose of the beta test is to find glitches like that. So that's, that's good stuff. Did you see any other option to team up with other players or were you left to fend for yourself? 
yourself? Uh, it's definitely the fend for yourself as far as the beta one. Um, it doesn't look like they are supporting anything like duos, trios, or squads. Mm. Um, not saying that you can't kind of like stream snipe and go in and form alliances. Um, I formed an alliance with a jargon at one point, um, but you know that was more so me just standing on a hill and watching people try to fight them and just getting taken out. <laughs> uh, so the title art they made up for the game infers the class system comes into play in this game. So did you see how many classes they had available in the beta for testing? So in the beta, there was five total classes available. Um, I do believe there'll be more in the future. You had your standard warrior, you had a thief, a martial artist, you had a cleric, um, which played a little bit more like a standard paladin, actually. And then you had your mage. But there is definitely room for improvement, if you're, especially if you're going after like Dragon Quest of the Stars, where you could have things like a pirate or a gladiator. And there's tons of weapon support, too. Mm -hmm, cool. What what uh, Dragon Quest game would you say the class system is more similar to? Uh, definitely Dragon Quest of the Stars. I wish it was more like traditional Dragon Quest games, to be honest. It would be really, really great running into a tournament, just being a goof off or <laughs> like uh, a merchant <laughs> and just sitting there with like my abacus, just trying to like judge people. Uh, that would be funny as hell. <laughs> so were you able to figure out anything about the story from playing the game? Uh, no, I, <laughs> to be honest, I kind of brushed through it. Um, I was having problems translating it and it seems like I either my phone's Google Translate just wasn't fully up to date or there was a lot of um, slang being used and it just wasn't translating that properly. So unfortunately, mm. I don't really have any idea what the story is about. Yeah, a lot of it is context too. I mean, Google's, Google um, uh, Translate's not going to understand little nuances and, and contextual things, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, were you able to see if the game had uh, controller support? So I tried everything under the sun to try and see if I could get any sort of human interface device to work. Um, I tried mouse and keyboard. I tried even my microphone. I tried a Bluetooth switch controller um, that was made for phones and made for tablets and made for other devices as well. It's kind of like a universal controller. Um, and everything seemed to crash the game. I don't know if that was a way of preventing people from using a controller to try and give an unfair advantage because it is very like claw hand to play. It's kind of like Dragalia Lost where it's like your hands are not made of glass, so you're going to have blind spots. Um, hmm. But first thought that came to mind was let's use a controller to try to get around this but the game just crashes in black screens um mm -hmm. the moment you plug any sort of like human interface device and when i was trying to record a stream for it if i plugged my mic into it it would do the same thing so i think there's just a full-on block for anything that's like registered as like an hid oh that's too bad so i saw there was a uh, a stamina bar in one of your screenshots how does uh, stamina work in the game you get to do you have to use some of it every time you enter a battle royale fight uh, Stamina bar seems more specifically geared towards the story mode oh. and it's kind of just there. Um, I never once had any sort of problems like running any sort of like story content. You do have to pay a certain amount to get into tournaments, but again, that's not something that I ever ran into any sort of issues and I was able to play pretty much as much as I wanted to. So besides beating up on other players and random monsters, are there any Dragon Quest monster boss battle fights? So there are monsters that roam the map that are a lot more powerful for example as i brought up earlier the jargon the jargon was more of like a powerhouse than anything else and there was also like gold golems and stuff like that that were walking around too and i thoroughly enjoyed just sitting on a hilltop just watching people run in and not coming back out i <laughs> in my last battle i had gone undefeated throughout the entire beta and i won every tournament i had gone into subtle flex uh, and my last game that i played i decided hey this means nothing this is just a beta test i'm gonna fight the jargon um that i've seen every Everybody taking 
you know, just getting taken out by. Uh, mm-hmm. And I surprisingly was able to beat it. So that was, nice. yeah, really fun. Just like walk in. He definitely does hit hard. So definitely a strong yeah. monster. And boss-esque. It's more like Etrian Odyssey where like they're kind of like FOEs or just strong monsters on the field that you can battle at your own risk, but expect mm-hmm. your game to end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we heard you were absolutely dominating those battle royale fights. Uh, how did you do overall? So I played 27 total tournaments and I won 27 total tournaments. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. You're showing that uh, the, the might of the, the United States. <laughs> yeah, the might of the West. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So uh, what did you think of the two mascot characters of the game? Anything unique about them? There was not a ton in terms of the actual beta that I saw. Just a lot of stuff that I was unfortunately not able to translate. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking forward to see like a little bit more in depth of like what this is going to bring in terms of like a story. Because Battle Royale games typically don't have a story or even like a pretty fleshed out story. So it's definitely a different difference in terms of like what they offer in a lot of other battle royale games um so we we heard a lot uh of what's in the game is also in uh the other japan only mobile game dragon quest walk uh what's similar between the two so it's actually really convenient that i started playing dragon quest walk about a week before champions beta and they use a lot of the same systems so they use almost the same class system they use almost the same party system a lot of the same icons um for things like the smithy or just leveling up or even like doing your gotcha pulls so it was pretty easy to navigate because i was just becoming pretty fluent in like the just different symbols that they used in Dragon Quest Walk. So there's a lot of similarities there. They also use like the same type of like equipment leveling up system for when you have like duplicates. So you could either merge them into getting experience or you can merge them if you get a full duplicate um, where you can actually awaken your weapons. And a lot of that is very similar. Even in the same when it comes down to like class leveling, it, it's very, very similar. It looks like they've used almost the same engine and kind of modified it to make it work a little bit more for champions or just the same overall system altogether. Cool. You had mentioned it before, but it seems that when you're interacting with monsters or other players on the screen, you can pull off a surprise attack similar to what you can do in Dragon Quest XI? Yeah, 100%. Um, there's two different ways that you can actually attack. One, you can either just walk up and just attack the enemies, or you could do, like I said earlier, just like the running dash. Um, if you attack head-on, they just take some damage going into battle, and you get to attack first. It completely negates the agility stats. You don't have to worry about that. It also gives you an advantage going into battle. If you attack from behind, you get a preemptive attack, which mm-hmm. you do more damage as you go into battle, and also you can actually you know, get a pretty big heads up in battle. Um, Battles are important because you earn these orbs. There's a red orb and a blue orb. And the more of those, the more HP and MP you have to go into battles later on the game as the zones close. So it is important battling other people. Um, and using these nice little like surprise attacks definitely gives you a big advantage. Awesome. Um, so what did you think of the overall look for the game? I was surprised by how pretty this game was. It's an app game going to beta. I expected there to be some uh, graphical glitches, which there was none. I thought the game looked really, really well. It was polished. It played well. and it felt like a console Dragon Quest game, which made it, you know, the whole issue of going through using like the claw hands, as I've said before, and not having the ability to use a controller and having to deal with like the contr- the actual like turning the camera and the sensitivity, getting used to that. It made it a lot more worth it because the game was like, oh, I could look over there and wow, that looks really gorgeous. Or I could look over here and that looks really gorgeous. The sprites and models for uh, the monsters looked really good as well. And it was like super fun chasing uh, the metal slimes and liquid metal slimes around the map just because it was, you get to see more of the map the map looked great that's uh one of the things that i was uh looking at at the during the um the actual promotion when they when they did their release news uh that it did feel it did have that feel like it was a, a console game for mobile which is 
pretty impressive. Yeah, and, and what about the music? Was it just traditional Dragon Quest music, as far as you could tell? As far as I can tell, yeah, it was mostly just, you know, Dragon Quest Overtures. Um, I would put it even more so towards, like, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, a lot of the music had that, like, same type of, like, subtle ambience, um, where it, it's kind of subtle in the background. You don't really hear as much, and the focus is definitely on the gameplay. Um, but it is just classic Dragon Quest, and it's definitely nostalgia-filled. Um, so what's your overall impression of the game? Did you enjoy it? Any pros or cons? I liked it way more than I thought I would, to the point where I said the other day in a tweet that I actually missed Dragon Quest Champions. I did not think that I was going to like it as much as I did like it. There are a lot of pros. The game plays very fun. It's definitely got that every tournament is a different feel. If you don't want to engage in other players, you can engage in the monsters on the field, or you can go treasure hunting and try to, you know, secure your spot later on. If you want to get ahead of the curve, you could go after other players. You can invade two on, uh, one-on-one battles and make it into a one-on-one-on-one. The story mode is a good representation of how the tournaments are going to feel as well, because each stage gives you a smaller version of the tournament. I don't think that there is too many people in a tournament either, because most tournaments are about 50 people. Um, but that is also kind of hand in hand with a con that I've seen. Some games just take a little bit too long because people are a little bit more hesitant to get into battles. Uh, I feel mm -hmm. like general consensus was if I don't battle, I'm going to make it further into the actual uh, battle royale or a tournament. And because of that, you'll get these really small zones 10 minutes in, and there's still 25 people left. Um, <laughs> which at this point, mm -hmm. now you have to have like a rapid race to eliminate people. Um, and, you know, it does prolong the game a little bit. And I get nobody wants to lose, so they're kind of being a little bit cautious and nobody's played this game before. Um, mm -hmm. But that will probably iron itself out as you get people who are more fluent with the game, a little bit more comfortable with the controls of the game. Mm -hmm. the so this is a game this is a game that really heavily depends on on other players playing it. So, like, basically, this, this survives as long as people continue you to play it yeah 100 as long as there's interest and i don't see why there wouldn't be um mm -hmm. it's dragon quest and it's a battle royale game to very popular things you know I, I could definitely see people flocking to this especially because in japan you know they don't have you know um fortnite on iphones because fortnite is not available on iphones in general and there is a large clientele in japan that uses iphones so they can't play a lot of battle royale games this kind of fills that niche so i could see a lot of people flocking to it and we know that it'll probably do pretty well in Japan, but do you think it'll get a global release too? So I got myself in trouble when I said there was going to be a Kashi Kashi global release. It still hasn't happened, obviously. <laughs> uh, I mean, can't can't blame you. Even uh, Square Enix said there was going to be one, and they still nothing. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So I want to be optimistic that there will be, but I also want to be realistic in terms of saying battle royales globally are starting to see a decline. Fortnite is massively popular just because of how much revenue and merchandising there is. But you're seeing a decline in things like Apex. You're seeing a decline in PUBG. Um, and a lot of these Battle Royale games, including like Call of Duty Warzone, are starting to see a decline in popularity. So I think that they kind of missed their boat on this. Mm -hmm. I really am optimistic and I really do hope that this comes to America and Europe and other countries. I would love that. I would love to play it. I would love to see it on console even. But just to be cautiously optimistic, I'm going to say I don't think that this is going to come out of Japan. I, I come outside of Japan, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Is it is it a game that you feel like, you know, similarly to Keshi Keshi, that's that's easily playable for Western players the way that you've described with the uh, the the Q app? Yeah, a hundred percent. Q app unfortunately is not available on any sort of iOS devices. So if you do want to actually access this, you would have to use an Android based device or use something like BlueStacks on your PC. Q app is a free open source market that allows you to play games from China, Korea, uh, Vietnam, Singapore, Japan, and it makes it very easy. To download them and install them so if you do want to play i 
definitely think that the researchers are absolutely there to do so um, and do so pretty easily. Awesome. Uh, Penn, do you have any other questions? No, that's that's all I have. All right. Well, thank you so much for your personal insight in the game, Joe. Um, would you like to tease anything else you have coming up for Big Shark Gaming? So one thing I have to say is I was listening to you guys earlier and this is episode 68, next episode 69, and you brought up the Dragon Quest Love Hotel. Uh, so <laughs> you have to do more of that in the next episode. And, you know, we obviously had the idea to do something around Valentine's Day that I can't talk about, but, you know, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, but no, so Dragon uh, Big Shark Gaming, uh, obviously we are streaming on Twitch almost every single day. Um, so you can definitely check us out there with my shameless plug. And, you know, just having a good old time. We are going through a little bit of a transition right now that me and Jay are more focusing on rebranding a little bit so our youtube is going to be changing in the near future from big shark gaming to more just big shark as we explore things that we are more interested to such as like gardening and fishing and just more general artwork so that's nice. coming in the near future um awesome. and we have a new series coming out called i played blank for a week so you don't have to and <laughs> funny enough the first episode is going to be dragon quest walk so we got a lot coming up cool uh hate to burst your bubble we actually did record episode 69 early um <sighs> And it's being released on the 69th day of the year, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> which I believe is March. Uh, it's coming up. I think it's March 10th, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we we do have special plans for that. Oh, is it Mario Day? That's yeah. the 69th day. Huh. Interesting. All right. So that's our commemoration to Mario Day. Is here's a 69 Dragon Quest episode. Oh, chicka wow wow Mario. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great, Joe. So you know, and we'll have links to follow you in Big Shark Gaming in the show notes. That's it for. Yeah this episode of slime time we'd like to thank joe from big shark gaming for being such a wonderful guest on the show thank you guys for having me it's always a pleasure hanging out with you guys and coming on here i know jay's done it a few times and i need to get my tally up so you know we're catching up one podcast at a time nice nice yeah we always love having you on the show joe and so you guys know we're a non-profit podcast we won't crowdfund or half inch your hard-earned gold when we can offer you quality content about the game series we know and love for free but if you are just completely dominating your battle royal fights for gold and it's just completely burning a hole in your wallet pouch bottomless bag or treasure chest and you would like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting drag quest fans for over 20 years stop by dragon's den at woodis.com den and click on support this site woodis has owned and maintained the dragon's den dragon quest fan site for decades he personally edits every youtube version of our podcast and he fully appreciates any donation to help to keep the servers running the Dragon's Den website also features Amazon affiliate links. If you click on the link and make a purchase, a small fraction of the sale goes to support the den and it won't cost you anything. To join us for a big boss battle or advertise for the show, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments for the Dragon Quest Slime Time podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. Consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, one of the few remaining forums still around. Find it from the Dragon's Den main page or at woodis.com slash forums. You can also find me and other rabid Dragon Quest fans through the Dragon Questers, Infinity's Trash, and Dragon Quest Tact global Facebook groups. Or come hang out with us and tons of other hardcore Dragon Quest fans in the officially unofficial Dragon's Den Discord server. We'd like to thank everyone that made this possible like Woodis for his support of the series and this podcast and keeping the Dragon's Den lights on for decades. We'd also like to give a huge slime-tastic thank you again to HGSCN2 for translating the article about the Dragon Quest Island update and getting us images for the YouTube version of this episode. I can only get so far with Google translations as we have said before. <laughs> yes, this is true. Uh, thanks to Amanda Lepre and the Sense of Verdict for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. The Sense of Verdict is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. 
check them out in their album Advent at www.descendsofverdrick.com or on Twitter at dverdrick and check out Amanda LaPree streaming on Twitch. Our thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist slash DQ fan for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was one of the hosts for the original iteration of the Slime Time podcast. You can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website at Dwayne Bullock art.bigcartel.com. We even have a Slime Time t-shirt you can buy with the artwork by said resident artist Dwayne. See the link for it in the show notes. Please like, subscribe, and write a review for the podcast. It really does help. Uh, if you're looking for more Dragon Quest Slime Time, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Audible YouTube, and more. And check out our brothers and sisters in arms over at the Slime Time Side Quest and Tactfully Die podcast. Their latest episodes are available now. Bye, everybody. Dragon Quest Slime Time, sliming off. Gutrude for Slime Time, reminding you all that you must complete your adventure.